0: Hey, besties. Welcome to Homeroom. Sorry for the delay. We will be recapping two episodes this week. We're going to be recapping Season 2, Episode 9, Spring Break, and Season 2, Episode 10, The Transformation. Um, So we can just get started from there. Um, Who do you guys think was the winner of Episode 9? Uh, oh, episode, oh, Episode 9. Uh, um... Let me think back. Cause it was definitely Gina. <laughs> oh, at the not yeah. It was definitely Gina because Jack was super cute. hmm Um I would've, I would've and I Miami guess we have him. to count it as a win that EJ came to pick her up. Mm. We don't see that as a win, but I Gina seemed happy about it, I guess. If she wants that booty can roll apart.
1: <laughs> Ew, i know the wrapper was like super sweaty and hot to the
0: touch oh, i bet it tasted delicious it tasted delicious oh my god but, <laughs> but, yeah I mean, not her sweet gesture yeah um people keep saying that <laughs> it's her sweet gesture that she has a time she gets, bar you know they say it's a sweet gesture like which one is it but to be which honest it? it's like do you guys really have that low standards that getting a granola bar is the street is the sweet grand gesture that she deserves? Like first they're saying it's the right?
1: No. then they're saying it's the sweatshirt, then they're saying it's the granola bar. So which one is it?
2: It's definitely it can't be all of them. It's not gonna be an item. I don't know why they keep looking for the sweet gesture as like an item. I thought they would have been like him showing up is the sweet gesture, but they're but like But they
0: don't. They're so dense.
2: They're like the granola bar. And I
0: was like, what? I was like, I was so confused. Yeah, they're gonna hold on to that granola bar for dear life, which is like, bro. I'll bring a boy Cliff Bar if that means <laughs> I'm his soulmate, right? Um, but yeah, she definitely won with that. It's nice to see her not crying for a little bit, so we're pretty happy for that. But also, EJ, really. <laughs> like i don't know but um i can't think of anybody else that won it was real bad for ricky well no he kind of won yeah he can get bronze yeah he (laughs) does yeah yeah Um, yeah he's he's like the runner-up of the winning yeah because he is moving on like nini is not his priority anymore and he's fixing things with his mom. So good for him. Yeah, actually, another
2: winner of the episode is Lynn Bowen for being the biggest reenie auntie out there.
0: Yeah. she <laughs> got a big <laughs> smile on her face. <laughs> oh, my God, that was so funny. Um, yeah, she definitely stepped up because everybody was definitely giving her her lashings for last season. But mm-hmm. she's a better parent than Mike will ever be. She saw Miss Jen... Online buying the shirt that said, I'm the
2: mom that stepped up. And I was like, No, 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 no.
0: Let me do my job. Yeah, so she definitely came through for Ricky, which was so sweet. Um I can't tell if she broke up with Todd or not. I feel like somebody said she did, and I kind of watched it and I was like, Wait, maybe she Todd did,
3: I go home.
0: Yeah, she, but I don't
3: know.
2: She hates me um, to that's why. Yeah. It all it has Mike Mike Bowen definitely is what Utah smells like to me. What? And that's not like Utah definitely smells like a single adult man. And I wouldn't <laughs> want to live there either.
0: Yeah, oh. Uh, <laughs> what? I you
2: get that vibe.
0: Yeah. But talking about the losers of the episode. For episode nine, I think the only one I would say is Seb. Cause Carlos is out on vacation, seeing all these cute guys, and here's Seb helping a cow give birth.
3: Mm-hmm. I think but, yeah,
1: EJ, but loser EJ's always a loser, so maybe someone. All right. All sure right. So yeah, I'll <laughs> go <with> Seb.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean I'll say it. Um the caswells both of them because their parents so left them again playing? no their parents literally went to Park City again and they're like they left us to watch the house like bruh it's a house
1: I <laughs> can't go to the pool or something
2: right you, you can
1: play with they're soccer. having
0: a miserable time yeah
1: so you can't look for you know other
0: colleges or you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's didn't spring break like at this <laughs> point he's too late <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: a little really too late to do for the summer
0: yeah. It's bad for him, actually. I can't believe that that was his plot for this episode, is that he was acting like a six-year-old. <laughs>
3: right. Like,
0: why would they even have... What was the point of that? He should have
2: made a Twitter account and made an exposed thread on his dad. <laughs>
0: that would have a little something-something.
3: <laughs> That's so weird. Olivia Jade.
0: Not on Olivia Jade. Yeah, he really should have, because... If somebody else found out, like it would be bad for mm-hmm. him. And imagine, imagine him for me. got inspiration for
3: EJ
1: storyline from Olivia Jade. He I told definitely. me himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and imagine he's like, "I can't do it, guys. The audience will hate me." EJ, they don't even know who you are. And Then he goes down there like, "Oh, brother, this guy's fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. He had a really weird plot, and then his outfit was stupid in this episode. I'm sorry, everybody was like, "Yes, EJ in a tank top." I agree, he looked good from the like, I would say up. I don't remember what he wore because
1: he was so irrelevant in this
0: episode. But you said tank tops. So t- he looked toxic. good from the waist up, but then they show him wearing those stupid Adidas sneakers with the jeans, and I was like, "You look so stupid." <laughs> but yeah, Um, Nini was kind of boring in this episode, like when her is- not being able to write a song. Without, mm-hmm. like, Ricky being her muse. I thought that was boring. That was odd. Like,
3: like close so
1: with,
0: you can't write about nothing else.
3: <laughs> stop, stop, stop.
0: But, yeah, like, I don't know what they were trying to go for. Like, she was like, oh, I can't write anything. But then when she took the necklace off, she was like, all right, let me get to talking to Ashlyn and I'll write the song. Speaking of that,
2: Ash Ashnini is the ship. And if you're not on it, you got to get on it right now. You got to get on it right now cuz it's true. There. It's going to happen.
1: They're cute. No. You want Ashlyn to suffer?
0: Stop. Mm-hmm. it was pretty gay though. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ashlyn is really cute. Like that FaceTime was super gay. She was like, "I'm romantically attracted to your chorus." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> okay. Who wrote
2: this?
1: I've always been on the Ash Nini train. They have more chemistry
2: than Nini's N- had with either of those boys. Right, and then Ashlyn's just um gay. Um uh, <laughs> no, people say
0: Ashlyn, Gina, no, Ashlyn, and Mimi. Ashlyn and, and Gina's Ashlyn's weird, Gina. they're sisters, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely Ashlyn and Mimi for life, right?
2: Like, whenever I see them, I just think about that scene from Happy Death Day where she goes up to the guy, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> You have, have y'all not seen that? I'm watching on TikTok. I've never seen
1: Happy Death Day. I heard it's good though.
2: I'm watching like I won't spoil it too much, but like you know how she's reliving the same days over and over again? Yeah. Well basically one part of the day is like this guy, he's always asking her out and she always finds out later that he's gay. And this is like her a hundredth time going through it, and he comes up to her again and she's like tired, her hair's in Western makeup's a mess. And she's just like, You're gay. Like you're gay and <laughs> walks away and like storms all I'll send the clip to the group chat but oh my god yeah that's just me to Ash Nene
0: yeah they're very obviously not straight so I don't know they definitely need to get together but um yeah and then Courtney and Howie kind of have a little bit of a thing in the episode despite Howie not being in the episode where Howie is texting Courtney about all of the stuff that North High is gonna do and I was like First of all, when do they make up? I mean, I guess they didn't. She tells NeNe that she's not answering him, but he's texting her. But, like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh,
1: personally, I would have liked to see them make up on screen. Right. Like, right. why are we supposed the to be US so?
0: all together, like... Courtney yeah. would never... Right. Like, Courtney already is a strong woman. She, like, literally is the one that, like, was talking to him about... <sighs> I just mm-hmm. can't see Courtney, the way she's
1: written and the way her character is. I can't see her forgiving something like that.
0: So she, easily. Like, like, I he...
1: know they needed it for like plot twist purposes, but I just can't see someone like Courtney forgiving that.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he have did a little bit singers. more.
0: He could have did more. I agree. But yeah, him singing was really like not... The climax they thought it was and I feel like they knew that because they didn't even want to show her reaction because as soon as he stopped singing the episode ended so (laughs) they knew that they were like why did we do this and then they just ended the episode I don't know
1: I feel like they I feel like they were like yeah we need to give Courtney and Howie a moment in the episode but that's not gonna be enough and so they that's why they did the montage like his solo was to serve the plots of other characters more than it was supposed to serve him and Courtney. Like, I hate to say it. But yeah. She, like,
0: and they definitely needed somebody to sing that song. And he's the only one that could sing that song. That's true too. So yeah. yeah. But plot device aside, I liked the zoom format of this episode. It was fun. It was something to shake up the season. Mm-hmm. You know, it was vibes. Um, oh, A sure. lot of people. It was nice get out of that
1: damn school. well
0: yeah
2: yeah um that reminds me the north high kids definitely the losers too because that that video was not the serve they thought it was at all so lame like it's spring break
0: where are the like, like, what are you even putting that video out? They're acting like East High is the only other school in the competition. Right. Like, right.
1: if they aren't the competition that you say they are, why are y'all so concerned? Right. Right. Because East High is very gutter, but, like, <laughs> it's very gutter. <laughs> like, they're definitely not winning that competition at all. So if y'all are, like, the best of the best, like, why do you care what right High is doing if you're not going to win?
2: Right. But I'm so upset that East High – is the poor school, because they just shouldn't be. Like, why does EJ even go there? Yeah, why does EJ go there? He could easily
0: go to North. I'd go to North. I'd switch schools immediately. First of all, Seb needs to go to North, because Mm Miss Jen is so foul and vile to him all the time.
1: I'm just Mm -hmm. so confused, because East High is huge. So if they're the poor school, then, like, what about schools that are smaller than them? Like, they're not even going to be (laughs) in the competition. (laughs) west
2: high is a shoebox <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know like i feel like we have to see more of the competitions like but we won't
2: i hope they both both schools lose actually
0: that'd be funny and yeah. it's like a
1: why have we been fighting this whole time moment when yeah. the real
0: threat was yeah. like come. some random school
1: that'd be so funny yeah i don't think either of them are gonna win honestly
0: Oh, would it I'd be good it. if a school that wasn't as rich as them, like, won, two, Because then it's like, y'all it got just... all the Broadway technical production stuff and, like, still
3: lost.
1: Yeah, right. I don't, I either think that neither of them are going to win or North High going to win and Lily's going to come to the party and be like, whatever. Like, I didn't think that it, winning wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And she's like, oh, oh brother, smiley
0: emoji. She keeps t- saying emojis out loud and it's so funny. Oh, yeah. me. Hug emoji. I was <laughs> like, oh, she's just like me a little bit. Nini knows Ricky and Gina have never been just friends. The whole Ricky saying Gina and him were a wee to her face, but she tried to ignore it after they got back together. So everybody kind of assumed with that chocolate scene that maybe Nini knows more than what we kind of give her credit for w- with regards to Ricky and Gina. But I ultimately think That she just knows that what she did in episode eight of season one was wrong. Like, honestly, that's what I feel like it's going to go back to. Is that she's going to be like, I literally always knew you liked him. So I don't know why I'm trying to act like I didn't. Because she did. That's what it's probably going to be.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's possible that she... They do sit and have that conversation. And she does, like, speak her truth. And then Nini says something that makes gina realize that maybe she was wrong maybe ricky didn't reject her and that's like could be why tim is saying that she has to come to terms with what could have happened and like will happen i really feel like there's gonna be some bomb that's dropped to where she's like wait like i read this completely wrong it's not that like he rejected me there is just some miscommunication there
3: Yes. I don't know
1: which way it could happen, but I could see it happening in that conversation with NeNe.
0: Yeah, I found it interesting that he did say, like, Gina has to come face-to-face with certain things, and Ricky is on that list, right? But she's never, like, she has not spoken to him, to his face about this. She will go to literally everybody else and be like, my heart is so broken. Like, I'm the queen of heartbreak. You guys don't understand. But it's like, if you talked, like, this to him maybe he would say no I did not see it that way and change what you're trying to think but she wants to think that so she can move past it rather than come to terms with it
1: right and then also like I know everyone was like Josh and Matt were lying like RJ is not having an arc this season like EJ is not gonna help him on with like whatever he said on different fronts but it seems like they're like pretty close and either episode eleven or twelve, like they're sitting together a lot and stuff like that. So I wonder if the mini arc is in one of those episodes.
3: I don't know.
0: I, I feel like
1: there's just no way. There's just I, no way. I can't
0: believe they've so, been talking about that arc, and it's in the last two episodes. There's just, just that no discuss- way. It's not that the arc
1: they were talking about. Was in episode ten. I feel like the- it, it was obviously cut. cut.
0: I feel like it had to be cut.
1: I think. I don't think it was cut. I think it's coming.
0: I don't know, because, conversation. because whole like, plot like, lines, I feel like we've always talked, like, whole plot lines just haven't been getting cut from this show, but they have, because season one EJ was supposed to have a whole other thing coming for him.
1: That's true. I don't know, but, like, the way they described it is as if they filmed multiple scenes. Like, it doesn't sound like it was just a one-off thing. I just can't see them cutting, like, multiple, multiple, multiple scenes of one whole thing arc you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: i just i don't know it w- doesn't make sense
0: yeah um oh this one makes me sad too okay so this one says ej used to be so confident ambitious and fought for what he wanted and now this season he went from having one line an episode to being a plot device to someone else's romance it's actually really bad writing to imply that he'll find his story as there's more to him than duke but now his only fo- focus is a sophomore girl with no college no story and he's about to graduate they started a good arc on him and casted it aside for a short-lived love interest that's very upsetting it literally is and here's the thing they could have even if they wanted them to do this romance they could have still gave him his story i don't like
1: he's asked like, where it's going and how it's going to be resolved like what you yeah. do with his life in a couple months
0: right literally it's in their their world, it's like graduation is in one month. Like he's graduating next month. He should know where he's going. And I get
1: maybe the whole the moral of the story is that not everyone knows what they're gonna do with their life. Yeah. I, mean, I guess. But, but he's EJ, oh, like yeah. he's
0: supposed to know. Which is
1: which is fine, but the issue is that EJ has completely shifted his focus from his future to Gina. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be okay with that,
2: but that's weird
1: yeah it's
0: like you can have a romance that doesn't like engulf your whole life and i feel like they tried to make that his the point of his story in the first season like his romance doesn't have to be the only thing about him but then they did it again like i don't know
3: i don't know
0: he made a comment
1: in this episode where he was like this is the first time you've been single in forever and they keep harping on the fact that this is the first time that he's been single in forever it just sounds like. He's scared of being alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just he, literally. It's to push him with Gina. It just sounds like he's scared of being alone. I feel like That's if they really wanted scared. to
0: make the commentary that I thought they were going to make, they were going to do. So in episode three, they'd say the same thing. Like, he's never had a Valentine's without a girlfriend. So you'd think, oh, so the rest of his story is going to be him, like, finding out what he is when he's not a boyfriend, you know, like, as a person. And then they didn't do this because now he's that's about I, to be boyfriend again.
1: I wonder at the end like if we're just not being patient to where we'll get to the end and then Ijo will be like you know what like I'm in this for the wrong reasons. Like yeah. she's a great girl like she's yeah. a great friend but do I like her romantically or do I like being with someone? Do I like feeling needed and not rejected? I
0: feel like that's where they have to take that if they're not going to end up together like that's just the only way to do it because if you give him another girlfriend that's in love with Ricky he's gonna get rejected again which he already said is his biggest fear so he has to learn something from this rejection because he clearly didn't learn it last time
1: yeah I don't know there was a lot of tongue-in-cheek moments in this episode so where I felt the the writers were winking at us or making fun of us either making fun <laughs> of people who have criticized Portwell or they're winking at us, telling us that this dynamic actually isn't it. Yeah, I
0: can't tell what they're going for. It though.
1: was it was multiple times. Like, it just wasn't one time. Like, Ashlyn saying that, I support this. You're my sister and he's my cousin. Ha, ha, ha. Wink. Ricky being like, is it because you're graduating? Carlos being like, is it because she lives with Ashlyn? It was just, they were like, it was like hit after hit after hit. Yeah. Like, all the things that people criticize Portwell for. Yeah, just, I, I don't know. know. I can't tell if they're, like, making fun of por- people who criticize Portwell. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, the ship is what we're doing. Or if they're winking and being like, this is why this dynamic is never going to work.
3: Yeah, I like, don't just, know. Despite like,
1: everything <sighs> I was said, at the end of the episode, EJ did ask Gina out.
0: <laughs> right. They were both, like, those so no, were like, everything is weird. And then they just go out. Like, I don't know. That... We're gonna get into the episode, but I will say I did not like this episode that much. Like it was very it's <laughs> filler. I
1: feel like it's gonna become a high school musical staple. Every time there's a tech rehearsal, it's gonna be filler.
0: Because the tech yeah. rehearsal episode just make me a whole different type of angry. I don't know. Like I was what so bad.
1: Was- such a letdown. It was it was such a letdown. I don't know if their strategy is to do a tech rehearsal that's very like tech rehearsal episode before the opening night that's just very boring and like kind of subs up for what's going to happen and the finale episodes that could be their approach but yeah it was kind of a letdown because we thought there was going to be a lot of drama
0: yeah it, we thought it was going to be super fun because you know sleepover and then we didn't even get a sleepover i'm so like, mad oh I my god i didn't get them
2: in their pajamas eating some pizza right like where is the fun
0: where is the happiness why does
2: not even use the word sleepover
0: right they didn't even need to they could have just said we're gonna go the girls are gonna go to this house and talk about it because that's all they did was Mm -hmm. talk so boring but yeah we have some voice messages um i don't know if we listened to this one a long time ago but i'm gonna play both of them (sighs) this one is from maria
3: To be honest, uh, uh, the episode was kind of boring, but in the beginning, I was there for Ashton's acting, but Ricky, he ruined it. But I'm disappointed in this episode, because they hyped up the
2: Nini and Gina drama, but nothing ever happened. I'm there for the Carlos and... Uh, Ricky, friendship, and Temple so cute. Boy. <laughs> His song is so good, though. At the end, I hate that they left us both like cliffhanger.
3: I want to know who got her. Out, but I already know it's Ashley and Ricky, but <laughs> yeah, the big podcast.
0: Um, thanks for the message, but yeah, um. Basically, I agree with a bunch of that. The Gina and Nini storyline was so anticlimactic, and that's why I think it's going to become more dramatic sense. later. Yeah. Because so they did not
1: solve because- that. Yeah, I feel like it's so crazy because usually on the show, when there's some type of conflict, they always, always, always make sure to solve it at the end of the episode. It usually yeah. never carries over. The only instances where it has carried over, I have to be honest, is with Rina. Am I crazy to say that? Mm
2: -mm.
1: and so I just thought it was interesting because I feel like going into the episode like everyone was like yeah like Gina and Nini are gonna have a little like conflict but it'll be all kumbaya like sisterhood at the end of the episode and like that was not the case at all there's still a lot of tension Nini seems bothered like very very bothered and so going into opening night that's I think that's what they're gonna be Hinting at and there's gonna be like that big conversation where they address it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what Mimi's deal is. Like I can see why she would be annoyed. However, if she's going about it the wrong way. It's not Gina's fault. Right. I think simple just sit-down conversation would completely, completely, completely like clear right. everything up. And then also like, her and Ricky, like, are broken up. It's a canon that Ricky has said that Nini has not looked at him in a loving way in a really, really long time. Like, she fell out of love with him a long time ago. So I just don't understand why this bothers her. And that's why I understand the theories that are going around, because it makes sense. I just feel like what happened would not warrant the response that she get, that she gave.
0: yeah. Yeah, because why was she acting so upset that she had to storm out of the room when Gina already said, like, he didn't get me the chocolates? I thought he did. Like, even I, if even if the whole rationale behind it is, like, why would you think that? You could still just ask her why she thought that. Like, I don't but, um, That's why
1: like when they finally talk about it, it's not going to be, like, a whole like just brush off like Ricky it was a misunderstanding Ricky doesn't like me let's move on type thing I think it's gonna be a Nini gonna be like there's obviously more to like the story it's either gonna be she reveals something that we didn't know or it's gonna be like a I knew that this was going on like I didn't want to believe it <laughs>
2: how long has this been going on <laughs>
1: i like something's either gonna get revealed that we didn't know as viewers or it's gonna be like uh like anini's gonna be like i always kind of like knew that there was something going on yeah i don't think it's just gonna be a brush i feel like
0: yeah she'll probably be like well if you thought he gave you the chocolates like and he didn't and like that hurt you like shouldn't you talk to him about this like if he was making jokes about it and hurt you or something, like prompt something to prompt that conversation with I him. See
1: the conversation going. So she's like, "Why would you think that he got you the chunks in the first place?" And she was like, "Well, when I was at his house for Valentine's Day." And she's like, "Wait, what? You were? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I called him, and then it turns into this whole well. If you were at his house, why wouldn't Ricky tell me? Right. I just, I just, I don't know." I just feel like the conversation is going to serve a really, really big purpose. It
3: better yeah, because there's why? She there's met. just no
1: way. I don't see it just being like a little like, this was a misunderstanding and now we're best friends type thing. I think I'm sure they'll make up at the end of the conversation for sure. But I think it's going to be bigger than that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have saved it for the last two episodes. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Um, nini is just, she's acting so immature, though. Yeah, I, I really don't think, even if she was upset about it, I don't think that the second time she brought it up was appropriate at all. She
3: it was, was just, like, oh. oh,
0: wow, today's theme must be about secrets. Like, you are grown. Like, Sorry. what are you
2: doing? That's Nini behavior. I thought and you like, were also, Nina.
0: my thing is, Nini... Runs with the feminist circles like her besties are Ashley and Courtney, the feminist squad. Like, why would you even be blaming Gina and like well, making the smiled remarks to like, Gina? Take me, that energy and give it to Ricky if that's who you want to be. Upset like, with. no, you're right, the theme is secrets,
1: but not with Gina, with Ricky. Like, he's always keeping things from her, like, always. He didn't tell her when Gina came to see him after um after they had that conversation he didn't tell her when he moved he didn't tell her when Gina came over he didn't tell her about the the chocolate misunderstanding like that's not Gina's fault at all you need to talk to Ricky about that and why he's not telling you these things exactly like obviously he feels like he has to hide something if he's holding information from you and I feel like that light bulb might click in her head like why is he hiding all these things that concern Gina from me
0: if they're not a big deal
1: because they yeah. are.
0: I don't know. I I can't see Gina telling her about opening night, but I also feel like that could happen. I could see it. Where she's like, you know what? I genuinely oh. have been thinking that he rejected me that night and I was going over there on Valentine's Day to talk to him, but that was the first time I talked to him since then. You know, like and she's just going to say
1: I can see it just because Nini is gonna be like, "Why did you think that he got you the chocolate?" Like, even even if she went over there and they have that conversation, if they're really friends, why would you think that?
2: Yeah, I don't I know. Like,
1: I don't know. I feel like that conversation could be deeper than what people think, but we'll see. I don't know when that conversation's gonna happen. Right, I like it's gonna be in the finale. I don't Maybe. think episode 11
0: it needs to prompt a conversation with Ricky like even if Ricky comes and they all three of them talk like there needs to be some clarity
3: on to that
1: front yeah. but yeah we'll see I think it's gonna happen in the finale though that's my prediction
0: yeah either way it's gonna be hopefully it closes things up but also leaves a lot of drama to be imagined yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm confused because Sophia was like, I'm really excited for people to see like Nini and Gina's
0: bestie era. But that was like non-existent. That's funny. Not here. She's kind of funny for that. So. It's like (laughs) hilarious, actually. It's
1: so funny. Like looking back at Sophia's interview where she was like, yeah, like Gina has multiple love interests a season. And I was like, oh, is she just being funny because she's playing Babette and like Babette like was a flirt? I thought she she had multiple love interests.
0: I thought she was lying because in the first half, nobody was caring about Gina. Like it was terrible actually for her because she would literally be like, yeah, because I'm going to leave next week. And they were all just like, yeah, Gina, we love you. But like nobody cared to ask her anything. And then the next half of the season, like boys throwing at her left and right. Everybody wanted to know where Gina was at. Like, I don't know. It was good. But I, I feel like, I don't know. Her and EJ still will never sit right with me. Um, I don't know. This episode in particular, it was just so hilarious to me. Like, when he asked her out, I couldn't help but laugh. Like, EJ, the star of East High, breaking records, he's supposed to be legendary, and he can't ask a sophomore out on a date? Right. What is happening? Like, what voodoo are we supposed to soft. be convinced just that gina soft. has like gina's excellent and awesome and great but why is ej acting like he's never been on a date before
1: he's acting like a
0: loser like absolutely jobless behavior also, where are they
1: going to eat risotto
0: in salt lake city like <laughs> dude.
2: salt lake what like Mm-mm.
1: The I'll only Italian
0: restaurant y'all have is Salt
2: Lake Slices. Like also, risotto's nasty.
0: It looks gross. I don't it's even so know. It's so nasty. Ugh. He used to be he used to be a romance and <laughs> get a steak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was so corny though. He was like, Do you want to get risotto later? And I was just bust out laughing, like, there's no way that's what you're you No, know, now to every time way.
1: I watch the show and I get to that episode and I get to that scene, I'm gonna bust out laughing. Because all I can think about is Mark's tweet. Yeah, he was like, like such fantastic acting from Matt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was like that risotto request had me rooting for Portwell all night. Like is sending me to like, like no way you're serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh it was so God. funny. And Gina was just like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Did Ash set <laughs> you up to this? Like <laughs> her first thought was did Ashlyn <laughs> set you up? That's so funny. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, my sister and your
0: cousin. <laughs> no that line was so sick Ashlyn was like yeah gina you're my sister and he's my cousin I say do you not hear not the right. issue with that Like she knew what she was saying she was like let yeah. me convince you not to do this i feel like Ashlyn's just slowly waiting for that conversation with ricky to happen like she's my sister because how like i just don't understand like just have that conversation like oh my god it's killing me like just to ask him like did you really well I feel like that is a weird thing to ask like did you really reject me but like you could just be like why haven't we talked since opening night like that and then he could have been like what happened like I don't know you tell me and then you would have said you rejected me like there's so many ways to go about it. And I'm getting antsy because I'm like feeling like no there's no, there's gonna be no resolve by the end of the season. And then that just means we're gonna have to wait for it. And I'm scared that it'll never come.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's we're really just not in a good place right now for them. It's pretty bad. And that's why I think it's hilarious when arenas will be like, yeah, because. Um, Ricky's actually secretly planning a sweet gesture for opening night no he's not because they're barely talking but a conversation a good conversation is gonna be the way to like reconcile them
3: I forgot to say something about uh, EJ and you know are like
0: cute yeah,
3: right.
0: <laughs> voice message paused halfway through and I'm gonna say no (laughs) um ej and gina i just can't get behind it like i want my sister to be happy of course so if ej made her happy all right but i want her to be happy and living the truth and right now she's not living the truth because she thinks that ricky rejected her and that is just not true sorry Because everybody that is on board for EJ and Ricky, not EJ and Ricky, oh, my God. EJ and Gina is like, well, he makes her happy. But he only makes her happy with the condition that Ricky can't make her happy because he doesn't like her. And that condition is not true. Then we get this kind of like one episode little, I don't want to call it a love story, but that's what I'm going to call it between Gina and Jack. And I just want to ask you guys, like, what's your thoughts on that?
3: True I, had, I loved it. Summertime.
1: It
0: was very sweet.
1: It was, it was so cute. It was very rom com, like a really cute one episode wonder. Um, yeah, I had fun. They had really good chemistry. You can tell that they were like comfortable with each other because they'd been on a show with each other before, and like you, you could feel that like off screen relationship on screen between them. So yeah, I had fun. It was
0: nice. It was very cute and very fun.
1: I can't tell what the purpose was. Did they just want to do like something fun? Right, wanna have it to push the plot somehow. I'm not I've right been there. thinking about it,
0: and I feel like they are—they were scared to make Gina go straight from Ricky to EJ with no like kind of hesitation. So then they were like, "Why don't we phase in a character that just helps her be more open about her feelings in general?" Mm. Mm-hmm. Because without that, she kind of would have just seemed like a total like random change. But I feel like it's not even a random change, because. If you already got rejected and you because you weren't really being direct about your feelings, wouldn't your instinct be to open up anyway? But I don't know. I mm-hmm. feel like that's what they were going for. And it was cute. I don't like it really felt weird though for her to call him cute and then him to call her cute back and then for EJ to come and show up. Not like, like it was just so awkward cute. because okay. I don't know. I feel like EJ and Gina just don't give that same flirtatious energy like from the second that jack and gina were talking like i was like okay i know where they're going with this
3: Mm -hmm. and
0: with ej it's just mixed signal upon mixed signal and i don't know if it's on purpose or not i also think jack put something in the paper airplane i feel like yeah he had to his number or something but they're they're terrible at like what storylines they want to bring back and which ones yeah, they don't. I don't keep thinking that like he's gonna come back i don't he's not coming back yeah unless like it's next season he's not coming back in 11 or 12 like there's just no way i don't see asher angel being recurring on high school musical series and also he yeah, he's, he's not episode, that's it. yeah we know he's not coming back because the rest of the cast never filmed with him like yeah, it's not clear. And they could have been lying, but I don't think they were. Yeah, because they didn't even put him in any of those posts. Like, nothing. Like, they did not see him. It was just, yeah, it was just Sophia. So,
1: yeah. I don't think he's going to be one of the unexpected visitors. That would yeah. be like 11 or 12.
0: People do think the unexpected visitor from later in the season is going to be Gina's brother, which was a strange bomb to drop. Like, mm-hmm. that was random. That'd be weird. It would be weird. They just but want- also,
2: why did they bring that up? Because they want to bring Jordan Fisher in. So they can be
0: like, ha ha guys,
2: we have another Evan Hansen on the show. Stop,
0: stop, please stop. <laughs> LOL, so funny. Evan Hansen <laughs> walks in, I mean, not Evan Hansen. Um, Jordan Fisher walks onto the stage. Like, I'm going to start screaming. Like, I do not want that. <laughs> have like, that portal will too? need to be closed.
1: I feel like there's, I don't know. I don't know. That'd just be so random to me because... She's only talked about him once in this episode, and it was very briefly, and then she moved on. So for him to pop up like that, she's
2: weird.
0: And even the way she talked about him, I was like, "This is weird." Like she was like, "Yeah, I have a brother, and he ghosted us." What? Like, what does that mean? Like, that- it was I so thought vague.
1: She was joking at first because she they were playing two truths, one lie, but yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's like I don't want to say inappropriate, but like. I guess I would, like, inappropriate word to use for your brother leaving you. Yeah,
3: ghosting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is, it's not inappropriate. I would say it's just not the right word, like. Yeah. Okay, apparently there's a petition on
1: Instagram to get Jordan to play her brother. Oh no, at least get someone like get Mason. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh my god, or get like I don't know, somebody. Just look up old biracial guys. Like, I don't know. Thankfully, if they do put
1: his brother on the season, no way it's Jordan because Jordan's been in Vancouver filming for The Flash, so we won. Just, it
0: looks so speaking bad. Speaking of, that looks terrible.
2: Right? I saw the scene of him running. The <laughs> Flash used to
1: be so good. Like, the first three seasons were so good. It's so bad now.
0: Yeah, it went definitely more. downhill. Oh, my God.
2: I'm so upset they didn't show Gina having an older brother or something because I think it'd just be so cute, her having a protective older brother.
0: Oh, her older brother might be a way for her to stay in Salt Lake, not like permanently or more permanently. Oh, I could see that. Like, I could see him coming. Like, even if he wasn't coming at the end of the season, like every year they're going to keep playing this thing. Like, oh, my God, is Gina going to be able to stay next year? They're going to keep doing that. I don't know why they love to tease us with that when we know she's going to stay, but... I would love... <clears throat> um, um, they'd probably do that so that Gina and Ashton don't have to live together anymore, because mm-hmm. that, that still, like, is a conflict of interest <clears throat> for Portwell, so if they wanted to play into that, that would be the way to do it. Mm-hmm.
2: I would love <laughs> if he was, like, a business guy or something, and, like, the conflict at the end is some season, Red's, like, I don't know what to do. My parents are going to lose the shop, blah, blah, blah. They're going to replace it and make it a groovy smoothie. (laughs) And then an anonymous buyer buys it. Oh, my gosh. We've been saved. Who did it? And then, boom, he opens up the door.
0: And Gina's brother? Yeah. That'd be crazy. I don't know how old he could be, though. Like, her mom doesn't look that old to be having a whole full adult son. Like, how old is he? um they can
2: they can make it work I'm my mom my mom doesn't look that old and I'm Gina's age and I have a brother and he's like
0: 27 oh my god that is old yeah because I don't like maybe she's exaggerating because I be being like my sister is an old rotting hag and she's like 25 but I do I do that all the time too (laughs) like my sister's on her deathbed like She's paying mortgages. It's like, she's 25. But, yeah. Um, I think that was a really random thing to put in there. But, whatever. I guess they have to make it seem, like, different. Because every single one of them being an only child just doesn't make any sense. Especially like Red. Yeah! I feel like his ki- his parents would have, like, an army to run that pizza shop. <laughs> right? <laughs> he should have about four little siblings
2: that are actually... um. What What's the word for it? quadruplets? <laughs> yeah. It should be like that movie on Disney. Quince? He's
3: oh my god, that movie is then, so yeah. funny. I think that, that vibe him. So from...
0: Yeah, like something. But I feel like redheads are so rare that redheads be having one kid. I don't know, because they don't want to jinx it and have one brown-haired kid. <laughs> 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 <Wanna jinx> it? <laughs> And like, then you um, know, I'd be pissed if I wanted a redhead family and one of them just didn't have red hair.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they always come out with different shades of red. So once they nailed it with
0: red, they're like, we can't risk it. <laughs> yeah. Like, his hair is pretty red. We can't do it. Um, what else happened this episode that I'm trying to think about? Oh, obviously, they made a video in response to North High's video, which is like, why would you do that? Why would you make a video about how... They made their video about how East High is not doing anything for the musical over spring break. So then they made a music video about how they're not doing anything (laughs) over spring break. Right. Like, it doesn't add up. And you're missing your lead, bro. You're missing your lead. (laughs) Right. He's not even there. I feel like they should have had something about him in the video. That would have been so funny. Like, in North High's video. they're Like, he's over there just sitting in bed. At his mom's house, it's like, how do you know that? But it'd
2: be funny, right? Or it's like very dramatic, like, and one will even answer his phone, phone thing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
0: Ricky basically didn't answer his phone, hasn't been on social media. They're all trying to text him. That scene where they're all blowing up his phone is so funny. Carlos was like, "Ricky, Broadway is calling. Will you answer?" <laughs> it's
2: like <laughs> it was like this, um. Snap chain mail things. No, I'm talking Yeah.
0: About- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all their little texts were so cute. Ashlyn was all like, hey, Ricky, if you ever want to talk. And EJ's like, somebody said that they were worried about you. <laughs> like, dude, why would you text him that? But yeah, so Ricky's avoiding everything. And then Red sends him a voicemail. And what... With- <sighs> I don't understand this. He sends him a voicemail and Ricky opens up the voicemail and there's a link in the voicemail. I don't know how they did that. And so then he starts watching the video for the song. And I'm sorry, the video, the song is good.
1: The song is such a bop. Like, like it's good. I was listening to it in
0: my car today and Mm -hmm. I was literally like, I love this song. It's so good.
1: Rumor has it, it was supposed to be on Future Nostalgia, but... (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> it really does kind of sound like a Dua Lipa song but um the video which Red supposedly edited is now yeah,
1: he needs to get out that computer stat like a little yeah, atrocious like
0: dude you
2: couldn't well, I know had they it? had
1: Red doing everything in season one but like some things you just can't do
2: <laughs> you need cannot to edit I, Um what's that count Lats Watts. Last Watts on Instagram. I think they needed POV
1: days on the case.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. But basically, the video is like supposed to be a little. I don't know, you know. I don't know what they call these styles of videos. Like they're all in each little grid, and they're dancing and pointing and dancing. Um, I don't know what that is called but someone should have told ej that he wasn't going to be in the middle because you can see him literally pointing up down he's literally at the top it's like that, that um I, who was
2: it was it usher when they're seeing weird yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and he's pointing up at the top it's like you are at the top there's nobody above you and
2: then nini or nina when she was pointing wrong
0: yeah, they're like, when we go high, they go low. She's pointing down. Oh my God. I'm like, they could have definitely taken another take for that.
3: Right? But yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> the video's cute. I mean, I will say Carlos and Seb's sets look super cheap. Like, it was mm-hmm. so obvious to me, too. Like, but- who's Disney? The fact that you can see in Carlos's selfie in the North High video, he's literally in a warehouse.
1: No, it's so funny when you go behind the scenes and you see all the different rooms in that cold warehouse.
0: Like he's I know it's COVID times, but damn. It's so funny. Like no you could have just did a green screen and it would have been so easy.
2: Or a cute little drive to the beach. You know, Frankie wouldn't have mind at all. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't
1: really an airport. Apparently they just converted like a big building into an airport. Really? Yeah. Good. It did look good. They did a good job with that one, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, the That's... pizza shop was fine. That was cute. That um, seemed... Nini was giving absolutely nothing with the choreography. Everybody oh. else was dancing hard as hell. Don't, don't oh. get me started. On that because... <laughs> I think we have another voice message from the same person.
2: I tell so... them to re-edit the video. I'll tell Stop. Big Red to start over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. The video was super cute, super fun, a little corny, but, like, it was corny in, like, the way that it makes your heart feel all warm. So that was good. And then at the same time, Ricky is writing a song. And I'm just going to say it's the best song of the season to me. I've been listening to it nonstop. But, yeah, he writes the song about how he needs to let go of Nini and he's done loving her in that way and, like, whatever, whatever, blah, 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 yada, yada. And it's just so good. I mean, I was very pleased by it. But what are y'all thought? Y'all thoughts about it? Yeah, Ricky's yeah,
1: always a hit, especially when Joss doesn't write it. Like the lyrics. <laughs> were so... I'm sorry. I didn't it's true. Drag. I didn't even mean drag, but the lyrics were just so
0: good, and yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite songs for
1: sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it was definitely a hit. Um, not a dry eye in the house. Everybody screamed and cried and choked. Um, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about that song. I will never not think the shot of his mom outside listening while he's singing is the funniest (laughs) thing ever, though. Like, she's outside the door, like, crying. It's like, what? I don't know. I thought that was weird. But, um, yeah, that's basically everything that happened in episode nine, but great episode i think huh a
1: great episode i think
0: yeah definitely a yeah. fun episode it's so crazy though because the week that episodes come out like i'll always be like oh my god i can't rewatch it like it was so terrible like it was good but it was so terrible to watch because like the portwell or whatever but then i re-watch it and i'm like this is so fun like if they just cut out this 20 second glance like i would be so happy
1: no, literally watching the episode for the first time is so, like,
0: infuriating. Sometimes. I literally have anxiety,
1: like, my legs are shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told everyone, I'm like, for episode 10, I was like, sorry, like, I'm not doing a teleparty. Like, y'all just got to watch it on your own and we'll talk about it later. Cause oh. I like so much anxiety, like watching that episode for
0: the podcast. For the record, everybody, I want everyone to know: every week when an episode's about to come out, Mina's like, "I'm not gonna stay up. I can't do it." Okay, have a nice breakfast. Do, what let me tell everyone. And then every week, time. every week, I look at my timeline, three a.m. Who's trying to get the hit tweets? Listen, Mina.
1: No, listen, listen, listen. So for episode ten, I did go to sleep. I did go, oh. to sleep. and then. Yeah. I wake up. My phone is blowing up. Someone's calling me. Tony missed calls from Jaden. She's like, Amina, please, like, please. I can't watch this by myself. Like, please, please, please come. I'm like, damn, since I'm already up, since you woke me up, I guess I'll come. Oh, uh-huh. like, yeah.
3: yeah. Every
1: time, week. I really did go to sleep. I literally bolted up in a cold sweat. My phone was- <laughs> Jaden's like, please, 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 please come. I need you. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll come um but yeah that time I actually did go to sleep this time I'm not gonna go to sleep I'm gonna stay up because it's opening night I feel like I need to watch it
0: I just want a good bomb like for opening night like I I will never forget the bomb from season one literally had me run a lap around my room like (laughs) I was up I was like EJ's
2: what oh my god I feel like Like,
0: it's gonna be a crazy episode
2: it has to it has
0: to be because it has to be
2: like the theories that went through my head when ej was playing troy i thought he locked ricky up in the closet me
0: too (laughs) i literally thought he like pushed him down some stairs or something like i didn't know what was gonna happen i kind of wish he did Mm. i I feel like the episode
1: 11 little twist might be Nene with that record label crap but like um, we don't care like we want to know about or Our it's summer. gonna be one of the unexpected visitors
0: it's gonna i probably, feel like they just put that in to throw us off oh
1: you think so you don't think it's gonna be anyone crazy
0: no i yeah. feel like it's gonna be howie to wish courtney good luck or something oh. yeah boo like it won't be important
2: i feel like boo. if Nene does get a record label thing um contract i feel like her pot is gonna go like Oh, yeah, we love your music. We just want to hear like two new songs from you. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and it's just her was
0: writer's block.
2: And she's like, I, c- I can't do it. I'm going to miss this opportunity.
0: <laughs> that's it. And we're supposed to feel bad for her. Like, I don't, I just don't feel bad. Right. Um, like, watch a rom com. Right. Write a song about that. Something random I've been noticing about the, the Disney Plus, though, is they will literally edit the shit out of these promo pictures for the next episode. I just got jump scared again. When you finish episode nine and you're going into episode 10, they face tuned the hell out of Ricky's face. It looks so scary. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. It literally made me scream the first time I saw it. Like, and then the one they did for EJ for episode 11, yeah. it looks so scary. Like, like, they already look awful, and then you're just going to put some face on top of like it. Like, they smooth the cute. face over. It looks so bad. It's like, just leave
2: it alone. i literally cry myself to sleep if I took a picture and somebody decided that I need to be face tuned
0: like what like why did they even do it because it's oh my god it looks I looks so like the, it has to be
2: like a running gag because they wanted the one they did to live space was ridiculous I
0: yeah fear, i fear
1: for all the high school Musical ship edits that come out of episode 11 and 12
0: i know oh
1: so. my god they're
0: gonna be like, ugly oh
3: my god oh my god
0: it's gonna be
1: bad oh god like, I
3: don't
1: even think about
0: it. Episode 11 and 12 is it really a win
1: Uh, The ugly costumes?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be real bad. Like, especially voiceovers.
2: Please. EJ and his lazy town fit. Why did they make
0: EJ have scary eyebrows? Like, why? But with the Gaston eyebrows. Oh my God. It's so scary. The the freaking sideburns? What the heck? Is it so? I don't know. He looked like a Gaston already yeah like you didn't need to do that yeah he's already like gonna have the crazy. outfit on
3: they could have added like, like a little
0: purpose. bit like a tiny bit but that was way too much like they're on stage but the stage is not that far it's in like, high like school auditorium. on purpose like it's not broadway you do not need to be able to see that from a 100 miles away yeah courtney definitely is not over last semester <laughs> Someone said Courtney was listening to a anti-man podcast when she came into school that day.
1: And and even like, on oh. Broadway, like, even on Broadway, they didn't overdo gas makeup that
0: much. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for. I guess maybe they'll explain it because it's really hard to look at. It's camp it's so bad. It's not even camp. Like, it's just terrible. It's bad.
2: They're going to get ate up. Yeah. She was listening to Good For You and was like...
3: Yeah, <laughs> I got something special for EJ. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: okay, whoa, so we have a viewer, a listener who said it oh, was we have the voice same messages. energy as that quote Ashlyn said in the French accent being used. I
0: like when that quote is used. Uh, me too. Even if it's, it's in a French cute. accent, it adds dramatic flair to the edit. <laughs> it really does. Like, What is your heart telling you? Like, girl, go off. That was very good. Um, very another funny. another listener said,
1: I hope Ricky has that beast makeup on, on the arena scene. I would bust out laughing.
0: <laughs> what arena scene? <laughs> You're delusional, it's not happening. Don't put that energy out there. We waited, we waited far a too psychology. long. I mean, it's true, y'all. Like, I don't think it's even happening at all. To it's be honest, it's a rich psychology. I can't, sure.
2: The flashback scene to nothing, like. I don't yeah. know it's evil this is what I wanted but it's like <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know I just, it's happening. I just don't know what it is there's just no way I'm telling y'all there's no way they're wrapping up that season without something
0: happening mm-hmm. alright guys before we go into our recap for episode 10 I'm gonna go through our curious cat and our voice messages cause we have a few
2: mm-hmm.
0: so let me log in
2: Episode ten. I really was trying my hardest to watch this episode at camp, but I really, couldn't, I couldn't get a moment of peace. I was planning <laughs> on waking up in the middle of the night to watch it, but the girl next to me was a not just a sleep talker, a sleep grabber,
0: What? Ran
2: over what? onto my air mattress, oh onto no. my thigh. And I was like, you don't get off of me. She was dreaming about it's um it was a mission trip camp, so we we're doing work um in like the community we're in for people who couldn't afford it right yeah so we were painting a house and it's a it's a split level so it has one kind of flat level and then one part of the house is a second level know what I mean yeah so we had to get on big ladders and paint up there and like paint on the roof for the split level and um she was up there even though she she hates heights and she was up there and that night she was like like moving around so much in her sleep and she grabbed a hold of my ankle which woke me up and i was so scared i was so scared because the mouth it seems like enemies i made at that camp i was like i can't go out this way <laughs> um and she asked me she started yanking me and she's like who is this and i was like, like i was kicking her i was like get off of me and she's like "No, yeah, i know it's you, but who's this right here and she starts, she starts, like, grabbing my my thigh, like, aggressively. And this girl what? is stronger than me. <laughs>
0: like, oh I would literally be scared. And she's
2: like, who is this on the ladder with you? And I was like, <laughs> oh, please get off of me? <laughs> like, I had to, like, what? I had to pry her hands off of me. And she just went back to school and like nothing happened. And I brought it up the next day when we were getting ready. And she's like, wow, that's, like, so crazy. I don't remember any of that
0: what the hell
2: like, it was so cr- so crazy and i was like press to church
0: camp let let the
2: devil, <laughs> in. Let the devil
0: <laughs> in what the fuck yeah um that's terrifying okay we have some curious cats y'all uh we have so many i'm not even going to read some of these one of them just says i think they're going to do gay beauty in the beauty. <laughs> oh my god Oh, my gosh. Um. Okay. Someone says, what do you guys think about the idea that Lily is the party crasher in episode 12? We have talked about this a little bit, but, like, I feel like she will be.
1: Me, too. Yeah. But I don't think – everyone's, like, freaking out, like, oh, my God, like, Ricky and Lily, but that some call did not give me a romantic vibe. Oh, I, yeah, like, we'll I'm talk about so, that. I'm being so unbiased when I say that, like, there were no lingering looks. Like, it was just – there just wasn't like a romantic connotation to me yeah but maybe
0: we just don't see it because we don't want it
1: i okay i really i watched it again with clear eyes with clear eyes because i can i can go back and admit that poor episode five had romantic undertones but i really i watched it again i do not think it had romantic tones like there were no longing stares like no connection like just nothing. I don't know where it's going.
0: <laughs> at, but like, I don't.
1: It's going there.
0: Yeah, and the whole like back, like Ro just said this. Like the whole back part of the scene. Like she's all like, yeah, nobody likes me. My mom wants me to like, look for followers. And the music in the back. Somebody who said that. The the music in the back reminded them of a day at the circus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Helene who said that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That was so funny. She's like, yeah, like, what is this circus music in the back? It's so funny. Like, usually, like, heartbelt scenes that they want you to care about have, like, a nice sound in the back. And this one was just like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah.
3: I don't know
1: <laughs> where that dynamic is going, By we will say that Tim is kind of obsessed with putting dynamics together that you wouldn't expect to. Whether that's relationships or friendships, like, he's just so obsessed with putting characters together that you wouldn't expect to interact. And so I think that's one way that he's doing that this season is by like having Ricky and Lily. <sighs> in the mm-hmm. Like he says it in interviews all the time, he's so obsessed with putting like characters together that normally wouldn't interact because he believes in the actors on the show so much that it doesn't matter what two people he puts together, like they'll be able to produce a good scene. So yeah,
2: awesome yeah. part um, of it. Lily's background was so damn ugly. It yeah. Was- I, it's like a baby's room like a newborn baby's <laughs> room maybe I she just, just had a baby you don't know her life <laughs> <laughs> that's why she has it so hard my mom always tells me bro
0: she's the mother <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah i don't know what they're going for with that fully even if she was the party crasher there could be like a hundred ways for them to do it yeah um so someone said hey Love you guys' podcast. My question is, uh, we'll talk about the second question when we talk about the episode, but episode nine had an emphasis on Gina not having her first kiss yet. Do you think we might see her first kiss by the end of this season? Um, It'll definitely come back. I'm not sure if it'll come back that soon. Um, I really hope it no. doesn't because we all know who it would be with.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't
1: know. <laughs> I feel like they made it too obvious that would be EJ. Yeah. And then for, I don't know, I don't, I hate to go back to episode nine again, but when I, what I call him, Asher, Jack, when Jack was like, whatever, like the, the safest part of the plane isn't, this is the seat in the back. It just feels like an analogy for EJ.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you not see that? I do see it. The storyline was about her going to EJ.
0: Yeah, but, like, I also don't know if it was, like, because why would they have her be romantically invested in somebody and then be, like, and then the choice is EJ at the end? Like, that was so weird. Like, it made me think that maybe he wasn't trying to push her to EJ, but that's just how she took it. I don't know.
2: I know. I think. I think
0: EJ is the safe choice.
2: EJ is the
1: safe choice in, like... I definitely this, think that's what they're trying to
0: say. But I feel like he's only safe in regards of, like, just knowing that it's guaranteed that he feels the same way. But even when they're... Be- if they were together, like, what's the difference? I don't, I don't really- even think
1: it's just that. There's just such a difference between when Gina talks about Ricky versus when she talks about EJ... Like, when she talks about EJ, it's just, like, he's so sweet and he does all these nice things for me. But when she yeah. talks about Ricky, it's it's different. She's talking about, like, melting and, like, they have a deep Yeah. They get each other on a I will say, mental level. It's just not the same.
0: I will say, if they're trying to write Portwell to be um, Gina's, like, happy ending for the time being. They're doing a terrible job because um in episode 10, like when she brings him up, she instantly brings up Ricky. Like she never lets that man rest for what he's doing for her. Like it's always oh yeah EJ so sweet compared to what's already happened because my heart's already so broken and I'm already so hurt like doing that for a reason he's not like over him. it obviously
1: I feel like they're doing it that for a reason again because Gina's like so 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 convinced that Ricky rejected her and that he doesn't like her and blah 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 i like even in episode six Ashlyn's like well, are y'all going to talk about it? And she's, like, convinced herself so much that he does not like her to where she just brushes it off. She doesn't care.
0: Yeah. That's that, really. That's also a thing. Like, she kind of made it, like, her truth that he doesn't like her back and that that chapter of her life is over. But it's, like, when did he say that? And Like, if somebody was to ask her, like, when did he say
3: that? She wouldn't know what to say.
1: They could possibly hit her with a smack cam that that's not true. (laughs) Yeah. kind of is going to be... At a crossroads once again. Yeah. EJ versus Ricky. That might be a decision that she has to make. Yeah. to happened this season. And if she, picks, if she picks if she keeps picking EJ,
0: it just doesn't really make sense because like you literally will attach him. Hit his whole thing of being nice to you and like that being what convinces you to choose him. It's like still tied to Ricky. Like, I just don't get it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah um okay so somebody said hey y'all so i feel like gina is kind of settling for ej because she put herself out there with ricky opens up to jack quickly calls him cute and didn't kiss him because she's staying but with ej she hasn't been as forward if that makes sense and all she does is call him sweet and nice and then in the same episode she said she melted because ricky got her the chocolates but as a
1: friend (laughs)
0: yeah she's like i melted as a friend which is like what does that even mean right like, what do you mean melted as a friend? What does that mean? But I feel like that was um, a little bit to save face just because Nini was so abrasive. But we'll get there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I will get there. But I was one thing I was surprised about is like what happened with EJ and Gina at the end and that it happened so soon because I thought that they were going to be building up for EJ to ask her this in the finale and they wasted it in episode 10 which was yeah. so weird to me, but we'll get there. Just, there's a lot of things going on that, yeah, in a different direction than I thought.
0: Okay, someone said, I think Gina might speak her truth to Nini. I feel like the chocolate scene is leading up to it. Oh, it's a terrible place to be in for Gina right now, obviously, but like, she's just not living in the truth. She's living in delusion, just like most Renas. But anyway, we have another voice message.
3: Mm-hmm. I feel like Portwell is representing Rini and paralleling Rini to season one. So I think that you should really be mindful of that and understand that that's probably what they're doing. And EJ isn't gonna stay consistent in Gina's life because he's going off to college, and he's the you know he's the oldest and. I think that Jack coming back, haha, <laughs> that run, I guess, <laughs> um, Jack me back and having the Ricky Gina Jack love triangle would be the most ideal because I do think there's some form of chemistry between, um, Gina and Jack, and I think that'd be a good way to you know set up the love triangle, and I think that we're gonna get jealous Ricky, and Ricky's gonna realize his feelings either episode ten or <laughs> in the <you know, laughs> <episode> finale. <10. laughs> Well, it didn't have an episode 10. But no,
0: Um, the thing, the crazy thing about if there was a Ricky, Jack, Gina, love triangle is that we would lose so many arenas. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, the true, the people's true intentions came out. They came out all season. Every time that Gina would interact with another white guy. But they came out when Jack came. And it's like, not to say she doesn't have chemistry with Jack. But who has the story? Who has the history? Who has the I don't know. Like I was
1: literally in hell on that day.
0: Like it that's was bad for us because that. Ricky was getting lashing towards so well.
1: Jack and Gina. I just yeah. can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. Like I don't know. the chemistry is there, obviously. Yeah. And I feel like they could time. give them a nice romance if they if Ricky was gone. But like the story, like, I don't want them to kill that story just for them to put Jack with Gina. Like, it's Mac too is easy. Not back. Yeah, he's also not coming back. Um, yeah, I, I like Jack and
1: it. Gina were really fun for the episode that they had. Um, right. But if he doesn't come back, like, I'm not going to be sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, because people were going through it. Like, he's there just crazy out of this world. It's like, sure. But what do you want me to do about the fact that he's not coming back?
3: I don't know.
1: Even that they have the best chemistry on the show.
3: Mm.
1: What do
0: y'all think? I don't think that's true. Like, I'm me sorry. Either. And that concludes our episode about episodes 9 and 10 of season 2. Um, It was cut a little bit short. But next episode, we are sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. In regards to opening night and all the drama and surprises that ensue so we hope you stick around for that um be sure to follow us on twitter at homeroomies for updates and information on our weekly spaces we're gonna hold a space after episode 11 drops so that we can all share our early thoughts with you bye